Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Anne Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 9 and 10. The Contemplative Sunday School class started praying the Psalms last year. We picked focusing on the Psalms to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Pause to reflect on what is your intention for participating today. If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that God is present now and with us when we pray. The response to the prayer of confession and assurance of pardon last Sunday was a thanksgiving song. Joy, joy, joy to the heart, all this good day's dawning. Joy, joy, joy to the heart, all this good day's dawning. Let the centering time today be a time to settle into this good day's dawning. Settle into a new beginning. Settle into a fresh start. Settle into switching your focus from the past and the future to the present moment. Settle yourself before the Divine Creator. As you listen to an instrumental version of hymn 628, Praise, I Will Praise You, Lord, focus on your breathing and get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Distractions are part of everyday life. When distractions arise, don't give them your focus. Simply acknowledge them and let them go. Some find focusing on their breathing or repeating a phrase, like, Today I will praise you, Lord, helps to bring their focus back to prayer. Before reading the Psalms, we will ground ourselves by saying the Lord's Prayer, noting that the time frame for the prayer is this day, the present moment. As the prayer of confession said last week, may the time spent with the Psalms help us grow in faithfulness so we might reach our fullest measure of faith. Our Father, who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Robert Alter notes that at one time, Psalm 9 and 10 were one acrostic poem. These psalms mix different genres and themes, starting with thanksgiving and digressing into lament. Some wonder if they were split because they have a difficult theme. We will alternate reading different verses of the psalm with silence between the readings. The first reading will be verses 1 through 5 of Psalm 9 from the NRSV, 
and verses 8 through 10 from J. David Plain's translation from his book, The Psalms, Song of Tragedy, Hope, and Justice. In the silence afterwards, perhaps reflect on what the verses tell you about God's character. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turned back, they stumbled and perished before you. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne giving righteous judgment. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The Lord endures forever. God has set up a throne for judgment. God will judge the world justly, will render judgment over the peoples equitably. The Lord will be a refuge for the one who is crushed, a refuge in times of distress. We will now read Psalm 9, verses 6 and 7 and 17 through 20. During the silence afterwards, perhaps consider Plain's point that Psalm 9 is the most forceful in its thanksgiving when it speaks of God's ability to overcome unjust nations. You rebuke the nations, you destroy the wicked, you wiped out their name forever and ever. Enemy, the wastelands have forever met their end. The cities you uprooted, their memory has been obliterated. The Lord has made the Lord self-known. God has executed judgment. The wicked have become ensnared in God's handiwork. The wicked have gone down to Sheol, all the nations that forgot God. For the poor will not be forgotten forever, nor will the hope of the oppressed be absent forever. Arise, Lord, and let no person exert force. May the nations be judged in your presence. Plain says that the psalm depicts the divine presence as a refuge and haven, and that these psalms in particular, the psalmist senses the divine presence in places where insecurity might dominate. During the silence after Eugene Peterson's contemporary paraphrase of Psalm 9 verses 11 through 16 and Psalm 10 verses 1 through 11, perhaps reflect on when and where you sense the divine presence in this torn world. Sing your songs to Zion dwelling God. Tell his stories to everyone you meet. How he tracks down killers yet keeps his eye on us. Registers every whimper and moan. Be kind to me, God. I've been kicked around long enough. Once you've pulled me back from the gates of death, I'll write the book of Hallelujahs. On the corner of Main and First, I'll hold a street meeting. I'll be the song leader. We'll fill the air with salvation songs. 
They're trapped, those godless countries, in the very snares they set. Their feet all tangled in the net they spread. They have no excuse. The way God's work is well known. The shrewd machinery made by the wicked has maimed their own hands. God, are you avoiding me? Where have you been when I need you? Full of hot hair, the wicked are hot on the trail of the poor. Trip them up, tangle them up in their fine-tuned plots. The wicked are windbags. The swindlers have foul breath. The wicked snub God, their noses high in the air. Their graffiti are scrawled on the walls. Catch us if you can, God is dead. They care nothing for what you think. If you get in the way, they blow you off. They live, they think, a charmed life. You can't go wrong, this is our lucky year. They carry a mouthful of spells, their tongues split venom like adders. They hide behind ordinary people, they pounce on their victims. They mark the luckless, they wait like a hunter in the blind. When the poor wretch wanders too close, they stab him in the back. The helpless fool is kicked to the ground, the unlucky victim is brutally axed. He thinks God has dumped him, he is sure that God is indifferent to his plight. Plains also notes that the world aches to draw closer to a God who does not let the cry of the poor go unheeded. The next reading will be Robert Alter's translation of Psalm 10, verses 12 through 18. In the silence afterwards, perhaps reflect on Plains' point that the worshiping community is also challenged to answer the cry of the poor, both in song and in deed. Rise, O Lord, raise your hand, forget not the lowly. Why has the wicked despised God, has said in his heart, you shall not seek out? For you have seen mischief and have looked on vexation. The wretched leaves his fate in your hands. It is you who help the orphan. Break the arm of the wicked, seek out evil, let wickedness not be found. The Lord is king for all time. Nations are lost from his land. The desires of the poor you have heard, O Lord. You make their heart firm. Your ear listens to do justice for the orphan and the wretched, and let none still oppress man in the land. Hymn 628 is based on Psalm 9, verses 1 and 2. It was created in the mid-1970s for a morning devotional for a group touring in the picturesque High Alps. In the silence after the reading, rest in God's presence without an agenda, listening for God to speak to your heart.
The last reading will be Nan Merrill's contemplative interpretation of the psalm, which is meant to be a companion to the Hebrew. We will alternate reading Psalm 9 and 10 through with silence between the readings. Give thanks to the beloved with your whole heart. Tell the story of love's way. Be glad and dance with joy. Sing praise to the name above all names as illusions are dispelled as they fade away before love's face. For you, O beloved, are ever-present, ready to be known in our open hearts. You know each nation. You see how they destroy each other. Chaos and darkness rise up, blind to love's way. Forgotten is creation's glory. False power seeks to destroy the divine plan. Yet love will abide forever, for you have established yourself in secret places, seeking our receptive hearts, ready to enter and make your dwelling place within. Love is a stronghold for the oppressed, a foundation in difficult times. And those who know love's name, therein place their trust. For you, O beloved, are ever present to those who know you. Sing praises to the one who is love, who dwells in your heart. Tell everyone of love's wonder-filled deeds. For those who know compassion will remember those in need. Be gracious to me, O beloved. Behold what I suffer out of fear. O you who awakened me from living death, I sing of your glory from the depths of my being. I rejoice and give thanks for your faithful love. The nations are sinking into a pit of their own making, into a web which they are weaving. They will be caught. Love will make itself known with the strength stronger than 10,000 armies. The unloving will have to face themselves. All nations that are unjust for the oppressed will be released, and the hope of the poor will be realized. Arise, O love, have your way with us. Let the nations bow down before you and ask forgiveness. Let your healing light stream forth, O love. Let the nations commit themselves to your plan. Why do you seem so far from me, O silent one? Where do you hide when fear besets me? O boast and strike out against those weaker than myself, ever knowing I shall be caught in a snare of my own making. When I feel insecure, I look for pleasure. 
greed grips my heart, and I banish you from my life. In my pride, I seek not you. I come to believe I am the creator of my own world. I even prosper at times. Your love seems too great for me, out of my reach. As for my fears, I pretend they don't exist. I think in my heart I do not need you. Adversity will come only to others. My eyes watch carefully for others' weakness. I wait in secret like a spider in its web. I wait that I might seize those who are weaker than myself, draw others into my web that I might use them to feel powerful. Like me, the fearful are crushed. We fall by our own illusions. Then we think in our hearts, I do not deserve love. My beloved has forgotten me. I am alone with my fears forever. Awaken, O love, you have created me. Return to my side. Forget me not in my weakness. Why do I turn my back to you and say in my heart, you will not take notice of me? You do see me. Yes, you know my anguish and fears. You make yourself known to me when I commit myself into your hands. You are ever my strength and comforter. Help me to break the webs I have woven, to seek out and forgive my illusions until you find not one. For you are my beloved forever. All that is separate from you will disappear through love. O oh, my beloved, you hear my heart, strengthen me, answer my soul's cry. May I live with integrity as a loving presence in this world. May my will be one with your will. Before we close with the Lord's Prayer, say a prayer of thanksgiving to God for this time today. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.